Half of the summer is already over. I had so much planned, but so far, nothing has been accomplished. The highlight of my summer was having COVID for five hours. I beat you bad. My COVID lasted three whole days. Well, our friend Victoria sure had a better summer. She spent three weeks in Germany as an exchange student with host parents and host siblings. Right after she landed back in Ann Arbor, we kidnapped her to share her stories. Do you want to start? You can start. <laughs> okay, um, can you introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, so my name is Victoria and uh, I started learning German uh, two years ago and my German teacher this year recommended me to go on the AATG uh, German summer exchange program for three weeks. So I applied and then I went to Gera, which is a city in Thuringia. Uh, so would you say that you're taking German seriously? Not as seriously as piano, but somewhat seriously. Yeah. So what inspired you to start doing that? Uh, I wanted to start learning German because I was very into classical music and I come across German words a lot and I wanted to learn the language. But once I started learning the language, I fell in love with the grammar. So that's why I continued. How long were you in Germany for? Three weeks. And where did you stay? Did, was it like a family that you stayed with? Yeah, so the first two weeks I stayed in Gera with my host family. And then the third week I went to Leipzig with uh, the other American students in a hotel. Um, what was the host family like? Uh, they were very nice. It's um, It was... A pretty big family. Uh, there were four kids, and then they also lived with their uncle's family and grandparents. So it, they were very welcoming, and they were just very nice. Yeah. Did they speak English, or did you have to speak all German with them? Um, the two oldest daughters uh, could speak English because they were learning it in school, but the parents didn't speak English, and the younger kids didn't really speak English either. So was it hard to communicate with them, or did you know enough German to... I don't know enough German to speak it well, and I don't really know enough German to understand them, but I think that I understood maybe one-fourth of what they said in German, but the other three-fourths I picked up through social cues, so, yeah. Did you, like, do chores with them, or was it, like, did you have, like, free time to... Do stuff? Yeah, so my host family is, uh, to my host family, community and family time is very important. So after uh, school and then after the activities that the program provided, uh, I didn't really have that much alone time. I, I did have some, but um, a lot of times I would play games with the siblings or the parents or we would eat uh, snacks together or watch a movie. Um, we would also at night sometimes sit around the table and then talk about what went well with our day and what didn't go well with our day. Um, but as for chores, my host siblings, my older host siblings did a lot of the chores and I tried to help out sometimes, 
but I didn't really know where things were, and then they would sometimes just tell me to not do it. <laughs> but how many students from here were enrolled in this program? Uh, the group that went to Gera had, I think, thirteen-ish uh, students, um, but there were other students that were going to different cities at different times. So over this program, this was over the summer, right? So there was no school, or when you were there? Uh, there was school in Germany still, and uh, in the two weeks that I spent in Gera, I went to their high school. Was it a public school? I uh, I believe so. Yeah. What did you do there? Like, how is it? Uh, we were supposed to attend uh, some classes at the school, or at least that's what I was told. But mainly we just uh, had German lessons with various German teachers at the school. Um, what time does school start and end? Yeah, uh, I think that the school day should st- was supposed to start at 7.30 maybe, or 8 or something. But because of the program we only went we only started school from the second hour so we started at 8 40 but it was supposed to start before that and how did you get to school every day uh usually our host's mother would uh drive us to the place that she works which is a kindergarten school and then she would drop us off and then i would walk to school with one of the sisters and how many classes did you take on average every day? Uh, usually it was just German class, and then sometimes we would also sit in on other classes. Like, I uh, attended a math class, and a French class, and a PE, and a music class. But, yeah. So were all the classes only in German? Yeah, did they all taught in German, or was it English? Uh the German classes were taught only to us, the American students, so half of it was in English and half of it was in German, but everything else was in German, I think. And was it hard to understand, or could you kind of keep up? It was uh, It was really hard to understand, I think, and I think that's also because, like, in math class, different things were called different things, and I think they just taught things a different way, so yeah, it was confusing, but... Um, did you have a favorite class? Hmm. I think I really liked the PE class because we did this kind of parkour thing. It was really hard, and I think I cried, but <laughs> it was fun, yeah. Um, is there, like, a dress code at German schools? Not really. I think uh, the students just wear what they want, and something I noticed about German students compared to what I see in America is they don't usually tend to go with, like, loose clothing. They usually wear, like, tighter clothing for some reason. Yeah. Like button-downs and... or... Not really. I think I saw... Uh, some, someone was wearing a lot of crop tops, and then, but it was just very close to the body, as opposed to, I think in America, a lot of people wear, like, 
sweatshirts and yeah. oh so is it more like formal or like no not at all oh okay um, and then between german school and american school what was the biggest shock difference probably uh how they had this period for i guess just their schedule in general they had a free period for breakfast time uh, i don't know if it's just the school that i went to but uh they would have a pause and they would eat breakfast and then later they would have a pause and they would eat lunch and then school ended pretty early around one or two depending on the day and then also they had the schedule where they would mostly stay in the same room and then the teachers rotate and then sometimes they would have two classes uh the same class with two hours in a row and yeah i think the scheduling was the biggest shock did you socialize a lot with your german classmates uh yeah there were some students who volunteered to uh, help with the program even though they weren't host siblings and we became really close with them so when we left gara they uh, some of them were like crying Aww. and then but we still uh kept contact afterwards so yeah what is your after school like after school and <laughs> um, uh sometimes we would have actually a lot of times we would have events or programs that the Uh, ATG program provided like sometimes we would go to movies or musicals and other times we would visit uh like important buildings in the city there was one time that we were supposed to meet i think the mayor but i think he was busy or something so it didn't actually happen but yeah do you have any homework from the classes that you had to do not really <laughs> Uh was there a favorite thing that you saw like, while you were sightseeing? Did you sightsee or yeah. yeah. So uh sometimes we would instead of going to school our group would go to a bigger city because Gera is a pretty small city. Um we went to Jena and Weimar and Erfurt I think. Um and I think the favorite thing that I saw was uh Lists house in Weimar was really cool. Yeah. Wait, um, Weimar like is in the Weimar Republic or um? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What did you eat? Like, cause obviously American school lunch is bad. So yeah. Um, at my uh, at the school that we went to, we had uh, we had to pack our own lunches, um, and my host mother would pack me a sandwich. And then some snacks like pretzels, and then she would also pack me some fruits and vegetables. Uh, different students uh, had different lunches from their host families, and we were kind of joking about how some of the students had these very stereotypically American lunches. So it was interesting to see how the host families interpret that. But yeah. Did you have the stereotypically American lunches, or was it more traditional? Uh, I don't think it was very stereotypically American. Uh, they, I think they eat a lot of bread. Um, I really love German bread; it's amazing. 
and we would eat German bread for breakfast. Uh, and then what they kind of put on their bread is like butter or ham is what ends up kind of turning into the sandwich uh, for lunch. So yeah, yeah, yeah. What about for like like bigger meals like dinner? What breakfast. sort of things did they cook? Uh, they cooked noodles, uh, pasta, and yeah, I think just mainly pasta. Was it different than the pasta in the States? Uh, not really, no. Oh. <laughs> uh, what was, like, the overall school environment like? Like, were people close to each other? Were there, like, a lot of friend groups or, like, I don't know. Like, yeah. I didn't interact with uh, that many students to know. Um, but from the people that we've met, they're all very, very nice. Uh, some of the younger kids are a bit mean, <laughs> but we don't see them that often, so it's okay. Uh, how different is the German school from here? Yeah, so the German high school or schooling system is a bit different, and it's kind of confusing, but usually uh, when the kids are 10, they are split into three separate tracks. Uh, there's one, I don't remember what it's called, but there was one that was for the more advanced, and there was one that was the medium, and then there was one that's not as advanced. But a lot of people believe that this system isn't very conducive to the children's education. So instead, uh, they had a separate system called the Gesamtschule, which is where they don't split you into tracks, but you can kind of choose which path you want to take later on. And that was the school that I went to. Um, how did you get placed into the different three school categories? Uh, so it usually happens when you're 10. and when it, you're 10. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so, middle, so high school is 11, so 11 to 18 in Germany? Like... Or no, like, I think she means in, like, elementary school. Or, like, when they're going to middle school, they I, take the test. And then, like... I don't think they take a test. I think it's depend. it depends on the state that you're in. But in some states, the teacher has a say. Or in some states, the parents have the final say. Or in other cases, the students' grades matter the most. So, yeah. Oh. Uh, is there anything... You- that you can do to, like, change your course after it happens? I think that in uh, when you're in the lower, I guess, uh, schools, you can transfer to a higher school to take the arbitrary. In the United States, we have, like, AP and IB classes. Mm-hmm. Is there something like that in Germany? I do not know. So can people, like, choose to take more advanced classes on other people in their grade? Um, I'm not very sure, but I think that with the, like, separate schooling system, I know that some students, uh, especially those in, like, the advanced schools, they take the abitur, but the ones in, like, say, the quote-unquote lowest level don't really take the abitur, or at least they have to switch schools to take it. 
So I don't know if that's the equivalent, but yeah. Because I think I watched a video on it. It was like talking about like the three different things. And it was a neuronic system because you could be like really good at one thing, but then you could be also really bad at this at another thing. And then you wouldn't fit in. If like you're really good at a thing, you go into the high. But if you're really bad at another subject, you wouldn't really fit in that. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Were they like more serious about like education? Like was it super strict or like not really? I didn't uh, go into many classes uh, other than the German classes. So I can't really say, but from what I've heard, uh, when you're preparing for the arbitrary, it's very, very stressful. And a lot of people don't actually make it the first time. So some of them have to retry. So I guess that's the stressful part. Yeah. Is there anything that you think that American schools should like adopt from other places like Germany? Like their education system, I guess. Um... I think that uh, they they have a very, I guess, um, serious approach to being eco-friendly, and it's sometimes very confusing. But I think that it's really cool and really good. Like they would have uh, toilets that could flush, uh, like that had smaller flushes and had bigger flushes. And the school that I went to also had towels that uh, would rotate oh. in itself. So it was really confusing at first, especially like the different recycling bins, but I think it's for the greater good. So <laughs> can't really complain. So overall, do you prefer the American or the German school system better? Or just the schools in general? I think it's hard to say. I think I prefer my own school personally, but compared to other schools that I've heard of in the U.S., I think that the German schools are better. Yeah. And then, um, so I, I've actually been in Germany before too. I went over summer vacation. When I was there, um, most people refer to me more as like Chinese rather than as American. Mm-hmm. And would, did that sort of thing happen? For you too, yeah. Heritage, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think so because mostly I walked around with the other American students, and when we went somewhere, we went as a group. So, like, everyone around us kind of knew that we were like the Americans. <laughs> Whether that's good or bad, I don't know. But yeah. Uh, was the city you stayed in was it like safe? Like it, you mentioned, it's a small city. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like was is there like a lot of like crime there? Or like? <laughs> um, I don't think so. Uh, it felt really safe because we were walking around it a lot, and then there was one thing that made me didn't feel really safe, and that was the bicyclists. <laughs> German bicyclists are bicycling on a whole new level of bicycling, like. Their technique is impeccable, and uh, they would sometimes go really fast right through, right through you. And then um, I think I never really was scared of bikes before I went to Germany, <laughs> but now I'm very scared of bikes. Wait, do most people bike there? Like, do they use their bikes more often than their cars? Like, 
Yeah, a lot of people bike, I think, or at least I saw, I've seen a lot of people bike. And then uh, in some cities, in some bigger cities, they have a specific bike lane that you're supposed to go through. And in Leipzig, they had this specific bike lane for crossing the road. But a lot of bicyclists don't actually go there, and they go through the uh, pedestrian lane. So, yeah. <laughs> Were the bikers wearing, like, the shades and then the really tight um, uh, sports suit thing? Because I was in Germany, and I saw a lot of those people, wear, like, zooming through the streets and stuff. Some of them were, but others were really casual. Like, there was this one man I saw who was wearing, like, very casual stuff, and then he uh, put his hands in his very cozy-looking pockets, and then he wasn't even holding onto the bike, <laughs> and he was just pedaling. <laughs> and then, after all this trip, what do you think was the most unforgettable moment? Probably the moments when uh, my host family... We sat around the uh, table and then we talked about their day. Or when I left Gera and then my host father, he had this stone with an angel painted on it. And then he pressed it into my hand as I was leaving for the train. And I'm not usually a very sentimental person, but I that was really important for me for some reason. I'm so sweet. <laughs> Uh, thank you thank so you. much for doing this. Um, I think we can stop there. Thank you. The piece you've been hearing throughout this episode is the second movement of Chopin's E minor piano concerto. Victoria's host father would wake the children up with this music every morning. To her, this piece brings back her memories of Germany. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to help support it, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. See you next time.